Hi guys. Welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview common people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Hiddy, from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode six of this podcast, I sat down with Robin Adams and Alexis Patterson from Commotion Dance Program to talk about our upcoming event, Commotion Cares. Basically, I got to sit down with two of my best friends to talk about the history of Commotion Cares, how the event came to be five years ago, why it's still to this day it's so special to our hearts, and what we hope that the kids will get out of this event this year. As our dance program has grown, we've come to realize that there's a good group of people within our dance program who don't know the history behind Commotion Cares and why it's still to this day so special to us. And so we wanted to sit down together to talk about how the event was created and why it's so meaningful to us. And I hope that through our stories, um, you get the sense of and understand why uh, we look forward to this day every year. Let's get started. Today, I'm sitting across from Alexis and Robin, two of the original instructors on the commotion program side. They've been here with us since the very beginning. And uh, I asked them to come on the podcast today to talk about the history of Commotion Cares, how it came about, what it's about, and uh, our upcoming event. Um, so this is going to be our fifth Commotion Cares on November 9th. Um, in the morning, we'll have the Hip Hop for Hope portion of it from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then the kids will be performing at the primary school at uh, 3 p.m. So hi, Robin. Hi. And hi, Alexis. Hi. Uh, thank you guys for coming to coming on the podcast today. So I think the most appropriate way to start this podcast would be to talk about how it started. Um, so let's take back to let's go back to year one. This was 2016. We started our program in September and we got invited to perform at a local performance, um, which happened to be in November. So we dedicated an entire month of October to get ready for this performance. We were really excited being it, our first year of the dance program, and this was going to be our first public performance. So we were hyping the kids up about like how cool this is, how awesome this is going to be. And we were genuinely looking forward to this event. Um, but the day before, um, I remember, I vividly remember this. This is one of those moments in life. I don't know that if I'll ever forget it. Um, just because of the way it happened, I think. I was working out in the gym, sitting by the bench, and my phone rang, and it was a 570 number, so I answered. And basically on that phone call, I was told that we were no longer invited to perform at this event. And I just remember feeling so devastated and defeated at that moment. And... So immediately called Robin, right? And I, I called her and I told her what happened. Um, can you tell me about where you were and how you felt yeah. and everything like that? I was getting ready to run a 5K. So I was like totally in the zone and ready to get this race over with. And um, my phone rang and it was Hitty, And he was like, I don't know why. I'm not sure what happened, but we can't perform. And it took a while to sink in. And I had a million questions like, mm. well, why? That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted answers so badly. And Hitty was calm, as calm as he could be, and basically just said, we don't have answers. We're probably not going to get answers, but we can't perform. 
And his biggest concern was, what do we do? What do we tell the kids? And I could, I clearly remember he was trying to think of like, how do we, how do we put this in an email and tell the families and have the parents tell their kids that the fir- the very first performance that they worked so hard for, it was like the public debut of Commotion Dance Program uh, just wasn't going to happen. So we talked about some options and we went back and forth and started throwing out some crazy ideas, which later led to something really awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just surreal. Um, I just remember feeling so defeated and I just, I just needed to call you. I needed to call Corey. Alexis, how did I get in touch with you and let you know about the situation? Well, at the time I was a freshman in college. So I was living up in the dorms in Bloomsburg. Um, and you called me, you know, asking me like, what, well, what should I do? Like, what do you want? Like, what, like what's going to happen? But I couldn't really do much because I also had a performance that day. That's right. You weren't, you weren't there for the first commotion yeah. case. So I had my first Bloom You ensemble performance that I had to get ready for. Mm. So I quickly came into town and like asked like you guys, like, you know, what can I do? What questions do you guys have? For, like, do I need prepare anything? Like, so, but you guys were like, no, you need to go focus on your performance and, right. you know, do your thing. So, right. And so those of you that's listening, Alexis have been part of this studio even before it was born. Basically, the dance program started with us two sitting in one day and saying like, hey, should we just do this? You know, like, should we just open our studio and, you know, like you'll teach contemporary, I'll teach hip hop. We'll just offer two classes and we'll get started. That summer we met Robin and Emily. Shout out to Emily. And uh, we're like, all right, now we have ballet and jazz instructor. And then Jen came into play uh, by taking a resurrection class, and I invited her to come and teach Irish Steps. So that first year, it was just the five of us, um, Alexis and Robin, Jen and Emily and myself. And uh, so we call ourselves Original Four. Emily has moved on since then and moved to West Virginia, and I think she's somewhere else now, right? Uh, I think near Williamsburg. Yeah. We miss you, Em. We miss you, Em. Um, but so... Yeah, the original four is still intact, and, and, and one of, that's one of the reasons why I invited you guys here to uh, come and talk about the Commotion Carries, because there's nobody else that knows about that day and how important that event is to us and you two. But things turned around. Um, I remember like sending so many emails, fielding so many phone calls, so many text messages that day to try to come up with what we can do. Because my main concerns, as Robin said, was... What do we tell the kids? What can we offer instead? I just didn't want them to feel the devastation that I felt when I received that phone call. That was my main concern. And I want them to have an outlet to be able to perform the piece that they worked so hard on um, as this program started. It was only 70 kids or something like that. We ended the year with 75 kids that year, but we didn't start with 75. I think it was around 60 kids or so. And we were like amazed, like, wow, we have 60 dancers in our program that like we deeply care and we knew every single one of them by name and we just loved working with them. And so we wanted to give them the outlet to be able to perform the pieces that they work so hard for. I remember that Saturday after I left the gym, Alex was uh, part of TNT competitive dance team. So she had a competition that day. I took my laptop with me. I composed an email, I sent it to Robin because my grandma sucks on the emails, by the way. And those of you that's listening, that's part of the dance program, you know this. I sent it to Robin. She edited it. She revised it, several things. And I sent it out to the commotion families kind of asking for their help. 
Um, it, that action of sending that email and asking them for help kind of see, planted the seed of the direction that we wanted to go with the commotion dance program. It became something way more than what we expected. And we continue to utilize that as how we come up with the, with the events and the ideas that we do through the program, which is we asked for the community for help and they put their input into it and we just kind of put it into action. So, um, I would have to mention two names, especially um, two people who are super instrumental in bringing the Commotion Cares together, which is Aaron Ross and um, Daniel Bloom. Um, they were so instrumental in responding to the email right away and say, hey, how about we let the kids perform at the primary school? I can get in touch with Dr. Bickhart and Mr. Bickhart and uh, see if the auditorium is available for the kids to perform tomorrow night at the same time. And how about we raise money for Many Hands Helping Other, which, by the way, I didn't know that they existed until it was brought to my attention. Um, and how quickly things came from that point on was absolutely phenomenal, right? Yeah, we were <clears throat> making a list of all the different ways that we could turn this makeshift performance into something that felt really real and special for the kids. And I vividly remember... Um, Emily was scrambling to put together a program because we just thought, all right, if we can have a piece of paper that we hand out at the door that lists the, the names of the performances and makes us feel like something really special, then maybe the kids will think, oh, this is, this is just as good as a performance we were supposed to have. So I remember building that program with Emily and thinking, okay, we have, we have an event. We made an event out of what was a really, really bad situation. And I can't remember when the name Commotion Cares yeah. came around, but it was in that phase of, okay, we've got a place, we've got a time, we're going to recreate this thing ourselves. What do we call it? Right. We needed a title. Yeah. And it had, because we had decided to collect money and donate it back into a community program, it had that feeling of um, like a philanthropic purpose. And somehow we landed on commotion cares maybe it was the alliteration i don't know mm. but it it's felt right stuck, yeah it's it felt right and it still feels right mm -hmm. it's stuck to us and it has meaning to the program itself and so so commotion cares literally was born in 24 hours yep and still to this day we keep the same format it's a free will donation event where literally we have a box as people walk in and they drop money cash or check and, you know, we are not asking for any certain amount. People just donate out of their will and all the money goes towards Many Hands Helping Others. So for those of you that's listening who don't know what Many Hands Helping Others is, it's a local um, charity organization that is also under the umbrella of Good Samaritans. And they provide food bags uh, for families and kids in need. So basically, and our interns um, the Resurrection Movement Studios interns have always been part of that bagging process at the primary school and the middle school this year. Um, and they bag the food each week and the parents goes in, the volunteers goes in to put it in the locker rooms of each of the kids and they just take it home. So it's like a really cool program. And over the years, um, I have the I got nominated to be part of the uh, Board for Good Samaritans this past year, and I get to see all the back ends of it, which is really cool. Over the course of the years, our donate the money that we collect through Commotion Cares have played a major role in their funds throughout the years. So 
it's really neat to see how we came up with the program. And now I get to see the flip side of how it's helping out the organization and the community. And uh, numbers, it speaks for itself. So here are some fact numbers that the amount that we've raised. Year one, the first year we raised $1,800. Second year we raised it $2,900. And after that year, I honestly thought like, I don't know if we can continue to raise more because 2,900 is a lot. And Alexis- peaked. Yeah, we thought we peaked. And Alexis and Robin, you guys have helped me with doing Hip Hop for Hope. And you guys know like how hard it is to raise money. Like usually Hip Hop for Hope is like 200. If it's 500, that's like, yeah, that's awesome. And we've hit like 1,000 two or three times out of what, 15 or 16. I forget how what number Hip Hop for Hope is right now. Out of like 16 Hip Hop for Hope we've done, maybe two of them we've hit like the $1,000 mark. Um, but year three, we raised $5,400. And last year, which when we hit 54, it's like, there's no way we're going to go over that. We went over by $2,000 last year and raised $7,400. In total, in four years, we have raised $17,500 towards um, Many Hands Helping Others, which is phenomenal. And... To think that this event was never our plan and um, something that was devastating for us, we were able to spun around through the help of the community and be able to establish this event as part of our year and, and part of something that we do each year with this deep meaning is, is, is so cool to see. Mm-hmm. And I would say that the moment that the Commotion Care was born was also the moment the identity of the Commotion Dance Program was born and formed. We continue to thrive off of the ideas of the community and we bounce ideas off with the people that's in the program. And we try to create something that gives back to the community. Community involvement has been a huge part of our program. And, uh, and I think it's Commotion Cares is a big start of that. Yeah, it's also really cool to see how the kids embrace the event. Mm-hmm. So they work really hard to put their their um, performance together and they know they're gonna be on the stage dancing for a full house, like standing room only in most cases. But the coolest part is at the end of the night when um, we've collected all the money while the performance is going on and um, one of the best things we ever did was decide to make that giant check. Yes. We thought at the first event, the, <laughs> we have a program, we've got this like real feeling event, we need to seal the deal with a giant check. And because it was a 24-hour turnaround, we couldn't order a fancy professional-looking giant check. So um, I think my sister, yeah. Amy, put it together um, really quickly on a piece of $1 poster board and that check when we turned it around and showed the kids how much money we had raised in that one night there was just like a gasp throughout the entire audience and the kids couldn't believe how much money we raised and we couldn't believe it and the audience couldn't believe it and then that has become a tradition too so Mm. every year we tally the money we get the check together and it's still on a one dollar piece of poster board we (laughs) kept the (laughs) the homemade check (laughs) tradition alive and we um write the grand total on and show it to the dancers first 
And actually, we don't even know how no. much we've made at that point. So mm-hmm. it's sort of a mystery. Yep. Hitty's standing on the stage with a check, and he shows it to the kids to gauge their reaction to right. see if we have surpassed our previous year's total. And it's just amazing how excited the kids get. There's six-year-olds on the stage that jumping somehow around. Somehow they can they process yeah. that. Oh my gosh, we just raised so much money, and so it's just so much more than just the performance. It's seeing how much the kids embrace the cause. It's really awesome. Yeah, and it's the fact that 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 they're dancing for more than just for themselves that they're dancing for a great cause and really what they're raising money for is the kids that's sitting in their classroom they may not know exactly who the money or the food back goes to but they know inside that they're helping somebody in the school that they go to school with and that's a really really neat concept like hey like i and and that's that's a great thing i think that we we can teach the kids through this event and that's one of our goal now alexis you weren't there for the first event and i think we facetimed you right Mm-mm. no we called you or something like that no, afterwards i didn't see any of the performance oh but didn't you check in with us afterwards to see um i think i might have called somebody just yeah. to make sure like how it went and how things were so how did you feel like not knowing what was going on or what was happening mm, i didn't know like yeah, I didn't know what was good, like go, gonna go on. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know how my like if my girls were prepared. Like th- I think that was like my biggest worry was okay, are the girls gonna be able to do like their performance without me? Like are they prepared enough, you know, mm-hmm. to go onto a stage and perform in front of their you know family and friends? But um, I mean, worked out I guess. Yeah, I mean it was just the over the course of the years to see that event grow is amazing too i remember the first year it was just the dividers are up so it was just the half the room it was standing room only but it was just a half the auditorium with the kids on stage and performing but second years on it's the full auditorium and chairs everywhere last year kids in the hallway sitting everywhere and we had like we it's gotten so our program has gotten so big to a point like where we need a system to make sure we don't lose any kids in the process and we know where to get the kids from to get them on stage get them off stage and and make sure it flows nicely you know our goal for that event is always under one hour um so it's just amazing yeah. how it's grown and we could there's so many different things ways that we could build this event i mean we could take part of the money that we make and rent a bigger space and turn it into something more formal but i think the coolest thing is that it has that same identity that it had the first year and the it it's so amazing when we're getting ready to open the doors i always make sure to take a moment and just peek my head out and there's a line of parents all the way down the building that wraps around the corner because i think it's just as special to the families too it just has this really amazing feeling and it the event um in year four and the event that we're planning for year five it's still going to have that really intimate feel that the first year had and we we really haven't changed a thing and that's by design because Mm -hmm. we're, we're still looking for that to bring back that feeling of the first year like wow we can really put together something amazing when we have the families 
and the kids and the community all behind the cause. So it's really cool to see. It's grown a lot, but the event looks identical. Absolutely. The part of the reason why is like we keep it as simple as possible, right? Like we, the kids all wear the commotion shirts. Part of the reason why is number one, it's really easy to figure it out. But number two, it's, it's unity. Like we're coming together as a program together uh, to put on this show for the community and, and to raise money towards something awesome. Um, and kids embrace that. You know, nobody ever complains about wearing the blue shirt and the black pants and the shoes. It's like the other sin. It's it's like our uniform, right? Kids yeah. joke about like quote unquote, that's our uniform. But everybody embraces that, and that's the beauty of it. Um, and the all the performances are all the sections put together into one piece of performance. So let's say Robin has four sections with jazz. They will perform one song together. Level one will come in. They'll go out. Level two comes in. They perform. It's all within like the transition happens in the same song. And that's really cool because it's the only time that we have that we can make it happen. And it takes a lot of work on us on yeah. our part to come up with that kind of choreography. But that's also unique to our program because like we love that to be able to showcase a dance where a six year old and an 18 year old seniors is part of the same dance. Yeah. And it makes it stand out from the recital at the end of the year. And I think the kids look forward to doing that type of performance. I keep telling the jazz kids, there are going to be 80 of you on the stage at one time. <laughs> and they just can't believe it. Like mm-hmm. the little ones are just so excited. It's it's kind of hard to believe that we can pull it off. So yeah, shout out to the instructors. It's, it's not easy, but again, it goes back to the identity of that's what makes this this particular performance so cool Mm -hmm. and you know definitely shout out to the instructors because you know in the recitals and the commotion cares there's one rule is that you know then then it's it's a it's a tricky rule that i've imposed but no parents can help and the part of the reason why is i want parents to enjoy the role of a parent and not being have to be a backstage mom um, that's part of the identity of our program. And it, it puts a lot on the shoulders of instructors, but every single one of you guys just live up to that expectations and we run it so smoothly. And we have such a great team who can produce that. Um, Alexis, you missed the year one, but when you came into year two and you know, you've only heard about the event when you came in. Do you remember like how you felt when you actually got to see what the Commotion Cares is and how it's put together and what it's like? I don't really like remember it. I feel like it's been such a blur, yeah. you know, the past couple of years, but, um, you know, like Robin said, it's been the same, you know, routine, like mm-hmm. from year in and year out. I mean, the only thing that's really changed is the program growing and how much money we've raised over the years. Right. But and you know, this, like in the beginning, when we formed the program, one of the things is like, I don't want to have two recitals. I just wanted to do one, you know? And then like in the beginning, like we were, we were so set on like, Let's do community performances. Let's focus the first year on technique and fundamentals, and that's how we were going to operate. But, you know, God had great, greater plans, and he was like, no, you can still do, like, a mini recital and use, <laughs> and use it as a good thing for the community to give back. Like, he almost, like, inserted himself into the equation, which he always does. And, and, uh, and I, I, you know, I just, it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, honestly, if you told me that, that we would have a successful dance program and we'll be able to contribute back to the community as we are able to do through commotion care. It's like, I, like, I don't know if I, if we can pull this off, you know what I mean? Like it's, it seems like a lot of work, but we've been able to do it effortlessly and, and it's awesome. Um, so as we headed over to our fifth commotion cares, what do you guys hope for this year? What do you, 
What do you think we can expect through this performance this year? A full house. A full for house. sure. It's <laughs> it's going to be crowded in there, but in a good way. It's yeah. the kind of crowded where you're okay if you don't have a seat because mm-hmm. it's just so cool to see that we fill the auditorium. And um, I think it will be eye-opening to the commotion families to see how many dancers we have it's Mm. another really big year for us which is amazing to see um and i think it'll be really cool for new um, dancers in our program to experience it for the first time that i always try to spend at least a minute um just watching the newer students and seeing how they absorb it it's it's for some of them it's their first time on stage so even Mm. though it's a little teeny tiny stage um, they get up there and we open the curtain and they're just presented with a sea of their family and friends um, who are all there to watch them and it it's really cool Um, we actually have some funny moments usually we get a couple a couple kids (laughs) with stage fright but it's a good practice for the recital at the end of the year but right because it's not like we don't rehearse it on stage it's basically like you show up there you figure out the space and you go yeah so it's like whatever happens on stage it happens on stage like kid running the wrong way it happens kid going the wrong direction it happens yeah and we've (laughs) built built the event in a way that that's that's fine it doesn't need to be perfect it doesn't need to be flawless just um letting the kids experience that moment together as a as a program is really unique and um i think it'll be another really successful year i'm not it's always it's hard for us because we want to see our donation total increase every year and it gets to the point where we're like well maybe we maybe we will peak one year and that's okay i think we need to set ourselves um or make ourselves prepared for that but it never fails to amaze me and amaze all of us how generous the families are and the people who they don't we have people who who um, contribute to this event that don't even have kids in the program so we've we've been really fortunate to have some really loyal um community members that support the cause so i'm looking forward to just seeing all of those pieces come together kids experiencing their first performance um seeing how much we can raise as a community it's really exciting yeah what about you alexis yeah definitely um seeing what the new like the new kiddos that are coming in and the parents that haven't been part of you know a commotion dance program seeing what they um think of the event and you know their feelings on it and stuff so and especially for you know the seniors this year this is their going to yeah. be their last commotion cares so you know how are they feeling about it what have you know what have they learned from this event so. yeah i just got chills thinking about the fact that we're going to have our first group of seniors go through this for the last time man that's that's something i mean these five years have flown by and commotion cares is like the halfway point of the year you know it's almost like our first half's big event and uh man, that's crazy that is uh that's gonna be something special yeah um as we head towards the end of this podcast what um words of encouragement do you guys have towards the dancers maybe that's taking on the stage for the first time and what kind of mindset do you want them to have as they approach this um performance because you know we all know like we want them to experience this fully we want we don't want them to especially when they're old enough and be able to understand it we don't want them to just look at this as just a performance that's part of the reason why i wanted to do this podcast is 
we don't we also don't want the families to just to see commotion cares on the calendar and say okay this is like another event that we just have to be part of no there's a deep meaning and deep root as to why it's so important to us and sometimes we don't do a good job of communicating that because we just assume that everybody knows it um, but for new families they don't know until we express that and so if you guys can share like words of encouragement towards the kiddos who's taking this stage for the first time on commotion care stage um, what kind of mindset do you want them to be in? I want them to feel the significance of however many other dancers are around them. The fact that we put all of those kids in the hall together, and some of them might have friends in the program, but some of them might not. We have kids that come here from other towns and other schools. Um, I just want them to feel for the first time what it's like to have the entire program together and realize that they're part of something really, really special. Um, if they come in for a class on Wednesday night and that's the only class they take, that's great. They get to dance with the 15 other kids in their class. But for some of them, it's the first time that we're all together as a program. And that's, that's really cool. It can be a little overwhelming, but we do our best to mitigate that with, especially with the younger kids. But I just want them to, to, feel how cool that is to be part of something so big and having the older dancers taking care of them like it's it's just really neat to see what goes on behind the curtain um it really is a dance family and I want the kids to to feel that Mm -hmm. yeah I I mean it's definitely the first event that the whole commotion dance program that is going to be together so I mean it's going to be a very chaotic day but um obviously I want the girls you know just to go on stage and you know have fun while they're performing but you know yet still in the back of their minds think of you know while they're why why are they dancing for this cause like what what are they doing you know um so yeah yeah you know we often talk about we're more than just a dance program commotion cares is is that is just that is it's not just about dance. It's about more than that. Raising money for the community, teaching the kids the importance of taking care of others. When you don't even know where the money's going towards or who exactly it's going towards, it doesn't matter. It's just about offering help and being there for other community members, for the community that have helped you grow um, and giving back in that sense. So, Commotion Cares. November 9th on a Saturday. Uh, the first portion is the Hip Hop for Hope. I think it's number 18 or 19. I'm pretty sure it's... We need to get a fact check on yeah, that. Yeah, we, we need to get a fact check on that. I should have done that before the podcast, but it's it's getting up there. Um, that's going to be 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. here at the Resurrection Movement Studio. $10 per person, but you're more than welcome to donate more than that. Uh, it'll be the three of us for sure. And then in the afternoon at 3 p.m. at the primary school auditorium will be the kids' performance piece. So I hope you guys can join us. If you're seeking more information, we have a Facebook page, Commotion Dance Program, Instagram page under at Commotion Nation. And so keep checking out for more information. And we hope to see you there on November 9th. Alexis and Robin, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah. We hope to see you on November 9th.